time now for History Matters. We are joined in the studio by the one and only Scott Washington, historian extraordinaire, to catch us up on this week in history. Good morning. How Hi, are you? Good morning, Aaron. And you know, it's uh, when I hear this music and I think of what happened, we just had the 4th of July, and when it falls in the middle of the week, it always feels like, Oh, uh, do we have other days that we're supposed right. to have? Are we supposed to be continuing on vacation? I thought the 4th of July was Sunday, like constantly. Yes. I kept talking it's... about when we go back to work on Monday, like, no, it's Wednesday. Exactly. It's Wednesday. It's like, fine. I yeah. couldn't believe it was like, is it History Matters already? But, but it was just the 4th of July. Mm. <laughs> but, you know, we, we were talking a little bit about this last week, and just to pick up how this is such an interesting week in history because of things that happened to, to occur. Uh, but just to pick up on... You know, how the Declaration of Independence, of course, we say July 4th, but actually North Carolina gets the ball rolling uh, when they defeat Scottish Highlanders in February of 1776, and that propels uh, the impetus to uh, for uh, delegates uh, meeting in Halifax to instruct their representatives to Congress, uh, the North Carolina delegation, to go ahead and lobby the other states for independence. That's in April uh, April 12th, one of those dates on the North Carolina flag, April 12th, 1776. Mm -hmm. And then Virginia gets word of it. They're on board. And so there's this groundswell thanks to North Carolina saying, enough, we're, we're ready, we're, we're, let's, let's do it. And leading to the vote on July 2nd for independence. This was just the vote. This was not the final uh, declaration of independence. But that's the day, of course, John Adams said, oh, we're going to celebrate this, and then leading to July 3rd, uh, mm -hmm. where they they finalize the copy, vote on the 4th, and then it continues on. The 9th is when it's finally New York gets on board. Um, they don't actually vote on July 4th. It's July 9th. That's when George Washington reads his first copy, and then it's August 2nd when there's the signing copy. And still there were some that still signed later after that. All of which is to say, <laughs> if you still have fireworks left over, yes, go ahead can. and shoot them tonight, because it might as well have That's been right. today. You might as well celebrate all of these July days. July 4th was kind of an arbitrary choice. It could have been <laughs> April 12th, July 2nd, 3rd, 4th, 9th. But it's how it's so interesting in how how important it is to have these days when we celebrate, when we take off, when we recognize birthdays, anniversaries, these national holidays, it becomes important in terms of some of the interesting history that occurs on these days as well. Um, the American flag in 1960 is when it first is raised with the 50 stars, mm -hmm. celebrating the 50 states. They should probably have some other ones for all the territories that are still part of the United States as well. Um, also, uh, in 1848 is when the cornerstone of the uh, Washington Monument was laid on July 4th, and there were even people in attendance at that event uh, that included for future presidents. Lincoln was there, mm -hmm. which is amazing. Buchanan was there, the president right before uh, Lincoln, and uh, I think some of the um, Eliza Hamilton, the, the widow of Alexander Hamilton. So there were some people that actually had remembered and were connected with George Washington who were there. That's Isn't really that cool. fascinating? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just find that so interesting. Yeah, another thing that happens is um, on this date in 1884 is when the Statue of Liberty is officially presented from the French people to um, 
to the Americans in Paris. Now, it's the giant statue. Mm. It's been put together. Here it is. Congratulations. What a gift. <laughs> All right. Take Where it we apart. Gonna we got to ship it. <laughs> we got to ship it. And it was actually started back in 1865, the idea, hey, let's do something to recognize uh, America's bicentennial. Uh, actually, it's centennial coming up in 1876. Well, that date kind of came and passed, and it's 1884. They disassemble it. And they send it, and they realize, oh, we need a pedestal to put it on. That takes uh, uh, some fundraising. Emma Lazarus's poem, mm. of course, uh, is pivotal to the fundraising efforts. And then finally, in 1886, it does get uh, completed. This is the thing about the Statue of Liberty that you don't really think about. Like they they built it, and then they disassembled it, shipped it, right. and reassembled it. Oh, which amazing. is to say that this is not a like this is not a single piece statue. No. It's in pieces. You can take it apart and Hundreds put it back together boxes. again. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if they ever had like we all do when we were putting together things like <laughs> we have a left staring over. at the instructions. <laughs> yeah. Like, and what is this other arm? <laughs> <laughs> all these instructions are in. French. I can't make heads or tails of this at all. I don't know what this means. Le statue? What is that? Oh, the arm, the other arm was supposed to be raised. <laughs> yeah, those are the sort of interesting things we may not ever know about, but uh, Ellis Island opens shortly after that, and between when it opens and uh, 1950s, uh, 12 million immigrants come through that area, and of course, they're seeing the Statue of Liberty. So it does, it's a profound symbol of freedom and so important. Uh, though there were protesters that I found out at the uh, unveiling of the monument, and they were women who said, how can you have a statue of women uh, declaring freedom when we don't have the right to vote? Right. <laughs> so that was another part of the suffragette story that's always uh, good to know. Also, um, the Washington Monument, uh, it, it, well, it starts, the cornerstone is laid, but then it runs into problem, and all during the Civil War, it's incomplete. It doesn't get completed until 1884, 555 feet uh, uh, tall, one of the largest obelisks, I think the mm. world's largest obelisk. Um, but it's it takes that many more years. So these late 1880s is when interesting things happen, and they take time to develop, Yeah, which is, you know, really interesting. We always say, oh, great things take time. Well, these do, and they're very public. <laughs> it is interesting. Like, the Statue of Liberty and the Washington Monument both kind of end, like, culminate at the, uh, roughly the right. same time, right? right? The yeah. Same, yeah, in the same years. Interesting. And then, um, uh, maybe inspired by that, well, certainly she was inspired uh, by when she was visiting Pikes Peak, uh, Catherine Lee uh, Gates Bates um, publishes America the Beautiful, first published in July 4th, 1895. And some people thought that should be the national anthem. Uh, it, it, she is uh, inspired on a trip. She's a professor at Wellesley uh, College, and uh, that's where she has her tenure uh, there and uh, is on a trip out west to Colorado, sees this gorgeous view of the, the plains from the top of Pikes Peak, and is inspired to write this poem. Nice. Some adjustments, some tweaking. 1910 is when the the words and the uh, uh, the poem actually uh, the music match. Mm -hmm. Though I've heard one person say that it will work with Old Lang Syne. <laughs> the words I'm thinking. 
I have not tried it, and every time I do, I kind of start oh, going. Oh, beautiful to... <laughs> for spacious skies, for amber waves of grain. It does work. Yeah. <laughs> now we'll have that in our <laughs> Thank you. That was fantastic. Your album is coming out when? This oh, is great. Uh, it's it's just around the corner. Just around the corner. Just got to mix I it. We're it. done. We're I done. I love it. That was wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's worth waking up early in the morning just to hear this. I'm <laughs> <laughs> crashing their cars left and right. <laughs> Speaking with uh, Scott Washington, we got time for two more. What do you got? Okay. Um, well, here is one that, of course, is a really uh, big one this week. Uh, July 9th, 1868 is when the 14th Amendment was ratified. Uh, after the Revolu- after the Civil War, of course, we have the 13th Amendment. Uh, slavery is abolished. Fine. But there were those who were really resistant and said, okay, fine, everyone has been freed, but you're not an American citizen. And so that took the 14th Amendment, much of which actually applies to us all, which is so true of civil rights laws that it turns out that no matter what, that they apply to all of us in good ways and protect all of our rights. And that's important. It takes the 15th Amendment. They said, fine. There were, again, those who were resistant and said, all right, so you've been freed, so you're American citizen, but it doesn't mean you're, you have the right to vote. That takes the 15th Amendment and additional legislation mm-hmm. leading up to uh, August, um, I mean, July 2nd, 1964, interesting time when we're talking about these these dates, is when the Civil Rights Act was passed, this monumental act that uh, bans discrimination. And uh, when Congress passed it, Lyndon Johnson that day, and I'm sure he was aware of the his historicity of it, signed it. Uh, so those are great dates in history, maybe not as many personalities, though I will mention one personality that pops up on uh, July 9th, and it's a name probably we haven't heard as many times, and that's Patricia Harris. She is the first African-American ambassador uh, that's appointed in 1965, July 9th, uh, to Luxembourg. Her only comment was that uh, she was disappointed that she was the first, had to be, when, you know, her kind of commentary was, how many other people yeah. could have been, been there? How incredibly so, long it took to get oh, to yes. that point, 1965. And yeah, and she serves in the in cabinets under uh, Jimmy Carter, too, as a cabinet secretary, breaking barriers, establishing new ideas of what we can do, and that is the story of America and why we say... History matters. Thank and that is much. History Matters for today. <laughs> Scott Washington, thank you so much. Thank you, Aaron.